Blog Talk Radio. Moments radio show for the inspiration, education, and celebration of 5D living worldwide. I'm Mari, and we have so much to talk about today. We have, for first of all, our energy uh, check-in is that we have six planets in retrograde. We just had a new moon just the other day, and um, which actually kind of light, uh, lightens the load a little bit. But we do have, uh, we had Pluto go direct yesterday after being retrograde for, I don't know, since April or May. And uh, and now we, we have six planets in retrograde, including Mercury in retrograde. So um, generally in 5D frequency, when you get 5D fluent, the planetary things don't apply as much as they do when you're not fluent um, because you kind of rise even above that and go out into the infinite field, which is beyond the whole, you know, kind of ley lines of the earth and all the planetary stuff. However, when we start getting uh, five and six planets, seven planets in retrograde and all sorts of astrological things kind of going at each other, and then we had Chiron closest to the earth the other day, then it's been since 28, you know, something 19, no, 1895 or some insane thing and then we had you know all these trining things you know squaring things and trining things and blah blah and meteor showers and all these things that we have going on right now over the last several weeks um several months actually and then we have mercury retrograde on top of that and we're kind of hitting the middle um phrase of that it is important to take take a breath especially if you're sensitive, especially if you've been on this path for a while and you're used to a certain kind of dexterity in the way you can manage your manifesting, manage, you know, how your day goes with your own creation and all that kind of thing. If you're an advanced light worker, we have a tendency, advanced light workers, advanced light leaders, and I'll talk about the distinction of that in a minute. Um, We have a tendency to take a little uh, ourselves a little for granted because we can kind of write ourselves in the air when energy is not so great. You know, most advanced light leaders have some sort of semblance of a practice of energetic hygiene that they do on a regular basis. They know how to, you know, um, clear and center and shield and protect, and they kind of know when to do each thing quite a bit. Um, But when you start to personally know that you're, with as much experience as you have or as much, you know, intellectual knowledge about all these things as you have, but things still seem like they're kind of going super wonky, um, it's, a, it's a moment to take a step back and say, okay, let me check in with these these things that are kind of bigger and see what the planets are doing. I never pay attention to retrogrades and things like that, but over the last several weeks, it's been so intense and so insane and like, every one task splinters into 10 or 11 tasks, um, you know, all kinds of crazy mishaps. And so I stopped and I said, well, let me just go and check in and see what's going on. And sure enough, I was like, that's it. Okay. <laughs> um, so what happens, the difference between the way beginners handle that kind of stuff, astrology, numerology, and advanced people handle that is beginners kind of take it as gospel. Like there's nothing I can do. The planets are doing this to me. And they kind of go out looking for, it must be the planets. It must be the toxic people around me. It must be that person or this thing or that, you know, it's kind of the blame, shame, guilt, fear thing. And um, blame, shame, guilt, fear, all of that doesn't exist in 5D. It's not on the energetic infrastructure. It's just not. So that's a real, that's a 3D infrastructure, it's a 3D construct. So um, generally people 
who aren't fluent see all of that stuff as like this undoable thing, but you always have free will. You always have, even when there's all these trining things and seven, eight, nine planets and retrograde and everything, it just means that you have to double down with your intention, double down with your um, creative, your energetic creative abilities and, and double down with your energetic hygiene and your energetic hygiene practice. If you don't have those things, then you need to get in touch with me. You need to be a part of the 5D Academy because that's what we focus on. We focus on getting you as fluent in your energetic abilities and your energetic practices as you are in your 3D abilities and your 3D practices. And when you have the two of those integrated with your eyes open, not in a trance, not in a deep meditation, but in your day-to-day, and you can access the infinite as fluently as you do your intellectual mind, magic happens. True, true magic. The magic and the mundane integrate and connect. So I'll talk a little bit more about what's going on in the academy. have some great things coming up that um, hopefully you would be interested in participating in. And uh, if you want to apply to participate and see if you qualify to be in the academy, the way to do that is www.theahaway.com forward slash 5D apply. And as we get a little bit further in the show, I'll talk about really what we're looking for and um, and what type of person works best um, in in the academy. But for now, today's topic, I want to get into this because I want to first of all, we're going to talk about the difference between a light worker and an advanced light worker and advanced light leader. And then we're going to get into a really important topic today because. What I find is that people, and if you didn't listen to last week's show, you want to make sure you go back and you listen to it Um, because we got into some really deep conversations about hidden, deeply hidden blocks that can be quite confusing and debilitating for the advanced light worker, advanced light leader. And um, one of those things is what I call the weary light worker syndrome. And when I have people come to me, and I always say this to my clients, you know, nobody comes to me and says, oh, Mari, my life is working perfectly. Now I need you. It's quite the opposite. Um, The advanced light workers, though, they come to me and they're exhausted because they've tried all sorts of things. They've had the beginner's luck. They've gotten the parking spaces because they programmed for it energetically and they've they've had their angel sightings and their signs and symbols and synchronicities and and all of those things and they've thought about the people and they show up and call on the phone and all that kind of beginner stuff which is great and it's it's wonderful and magic is magic you know um i only put a linear you know, beginner, intermediate, advanced kind of construct on it because our 3D minds really need to understand that this is not just the Sunday go to meet an approach to energetic fluency. This is a, a your, your, your frequency-based abilities are inborn senses, senses that every single person is born with. It's not a special gift. It's not, you know, some otherworldly ability. It is your natural way of being. It's what you were born with. And your energetic senses are meant to carry 80% of the load of your life. Your 3D senses are meant to carry 20%. So we've got the energetic 80-20 rule. 80% frequency first, 20% 3D logisticizes it on the planet as you walk the earth, as you go through your daily life, okay? When you put the two of those together and they actually are balanced and you're equally fluent on both sides of that sense, everything is possible really and truly, and it's not just a cliche. It goes out of cliche mode and goes into reality. So um, as we have that, you know, that ability, though, um, the beginner's luck stuff, and we start asking for more. So if you've been one of those people who's read all the books, read the books two, three times, you know, hoping you'll see something you didn't see the time before, or you binge on the podcast and hope that, you know, you'll get all this information and your life is still not quite, you're not, you still don't have your mission and gear. You still don't have all of the things that you really need and desire. You still have some, you know, big pockets of lack sort of around you or, what I find with people who come to me now at this stage in the academy is they've, they've done big spiritual transformational retreats. They've paid for, you know, coaches. They've had, um, uh, they've traveled. They, they generally have, 
you know, their, their creature comforts kind of covered. They're not so worried about, oh, well, I ever have the money to buy a house or, oh, I can't make ends meet. They're way beyond that point. They've had the big careers. They've had the, you know, the, uh, the, the marriages and things. And, but they hit a wall. They hit a wall and they say, you know what? I've done that amazing travel. I've, I have my, you know, a good chunk of my creature comforts. I mean, it's always nice to have another home or another, you know, elevated level of, you know, living or whatever. But there's something missing. There's this, there's a piece that's missing. Or it's been hard won. It's been a hard trudging thing. Or the fulfillment isn't there. Or they feel like they're not understood, right? That you're just on the edge, that you're not understood that people don't quite different from your family or different from your friends yes you've mastered the success basic successes in life nobody's saying oh you know oh she's just so struggle you know she's in so much scarcity she's in so much life nobody's really looking at you like that um because you're past that point but you have the stuff but you're now you're just like what where's my engine where's my passion what's my mission how, you know, I, I've tried all these different things, but now I'm, I'm to a point where I want more meaning. I want to understand who I am, where I fit in, um, and, and all of that. And I'm on a search. I'm on a journey. But I'm alone. The majority of my friends, you know, yeah, they're doing their fancy parties or they're, you know, whatever. They're raising their kids or their kids are going to college or whatever those things are. But it's just not, they're not relating. That's that person comes to me. There, they have what I call weary light worker syndrome, and weary light worker syndrome is where you've tried all the things, but the dots aren't connecting because you're not completely fluent. So you're not there's there's chunks missing. So as hard as you try in the things that you know, because other chunks are missing, all the dots don't connect. It's kind of like having a light of a string of lights for the Christmas tree few lights are lighting and a few lights aren't and you can't figure out which of the lights are blown out so the whole string isn't lighting whereas in you know you might have a whole string of set of strings of lights on a christmas tree and some are lighting some aren't some are blinking and they shouldn't be some are not blinking and they should be all that kind of thing but it's because it's not there's there's missing bulbs there's missing pieces and that shorting out of the frequency can really be misinterpreted as something majorly wrong. And this is often um, the difference between a beginner who's starting on the path and an advanced person. Advanced people, they're like, wait a second, I think by all society's 3D standards, I should be thrilled with my life. But what's missing? There's an energy that's missing. There's a connection that's missing. And... um, throwing money at it in the sense of buying more material. Oh, maybe I need a Rolex or maybe I need a, you know, a a vacation, another vacation. I've already been to Canyon Ranch. I've already been to Sedona. I've already been to Miraval. I've already been to the big spas. You know, I've done all these things, but what, where is this, this function in the frequency for me, right? I have a mission and I can't quite put it together or, my mission actually scares me. I'm a little scared of the power that I'm, I feel like I'm being led towards. That push me, pull you, that resistance can create, especially for someone sensitive and someone who has a heightened sensitivity because they have been on the path, they have been studying, that can really um, be disconcerting. And it can throw you into a, an unnecessary tail, tailspin. So weary light worker syndrome is when people come to me and they are just They've helped the people. They've started practices. Maybe now the practice is off, like their, their sales are off, their client base is off, or they just look at clients and they're exhausted. They're, there's a high level of burnout. Um, or the types of clients um, you might be getting are just they're not empowered. They're kind of looking to you for, you know, your predictions, your answers, your, you know, telling them every little step to take without doing the work, you know, those types of things where you're kind of hitting that wall, whether it's in your healing practice that you have, or even, you know, if you're an executive or a um, consultant or an entrepreneur and things just feel off, you know that you have a mission and a calling, but now even the mission and the calling feels exhausting. That's weary light worker syndrome. And um, I think it's very, very important to be aware that that exists. 
And, you know, a lot of times what's what's very interesting, and this is what we're going to talk about today, is some of that is actually a hidden sign that you're about to have a breakthrough. So, you know, they have the old adage, it's always darkest before the dawn and don't quit before the miracle happens. Well, in this case, it's the truth. You know, there are definitely some deeply nuanced, subtle, hidden signs that you're about to have a breakthrough as an advanced light worker that look a little different than people who aren't, you know, people who are just kind of dabbling around and coming to to this work from a place of curiosity versus a place of commitment, from a place of, you know, wanting the next tip or trick, um, you know, kind of approaching it like church, you know, one hour a week should be good for my spiritual practice, even the idea of having just a spiritual practice. I don't like the word spiritual practice because it implies that it's separate. And we're not talking about spirituality here as much as we're talking about frequency fluency. Okay, so when I, spirituality to me is kind of an extension of formalized religion. It was kind of like a bridge word. People don't really know what that bridge was, where that bridge was going to, but it's a bridge word. It's kind of like, well, I don't want to do the, quote, formal religion anymore. So I'm spiritual. I'm not religious. Okay. Well, that's a pretty, now in where we're at now in 2021, where the energetic grid is at, where we are in this energetic evolution, that's a fairly primitive thing to say. Um now it's about frequency fluency because religion implies that it's kind of sometimes there, sometimes not. If you do it, it applies. If you don't, it doesn't. Frequency is like the overlay over your physical senses. So you're not just blinking your eyes on Sunday from 10 to 11 in church. You're not just taking a breath for an hour on a Thursday. You're not just, you know, smelling or seeing or tasting or hearing for one hour a week and then expecting that everything you need to hear in those other five days, six days of the week, you know, it it, it doesn't really matter because that one hour covered you for hearing for the week. Well, that's when you approach frequency fluency from a place of, uh, quote, spiritual practice, unquote, you truncate the way your frequency can support you because you truncate your care and attention and consciousness of that frequency to relegate in your spiritual practice. I hear people say all the time, oh, Mari, you know, they treat me like a personal trainer. Oops, I didn't get to that. Oops, I didn't get to this. You know, um, when I'm doing different, like, interview calls or breakthrough calls and we're, you know, kind of evaluating whether someone's right for the bigger work in the academy and these, you know, higher levels of fluency and leadership – you know, I hear certain markers and it's like, yeah, you're not quite ready yet to to come on board at this, this tier. And a lot of that is because people are still kind of just looking for, they're hoping to get on this call with me and get a quick psychic reading or a quick, you know, tip or trick. And that's just like, don't bother. <laughs> don't, don't apply. That's what you're looking for because that's not, we're beyond that now we're we're really really focusing now on getting this tier of light leaders out to the world fluent solvent feeling really good feeling um nimble energetically nimble feeling um uh, energetically empowered to to really know that their toolkit is there not only do they know the toolkit is there but they know what's in it and then not only do they know what's in it they know how to use it and then not only do they know what's in it and and know how to use it they actively apply it to every area of their life whether it's something as mundane as what shirt to pick out to to wear for the day to something as you know huge as starting a you know channeling a book or or creating their own healing modality or you know, developing a film or, you know, finding their twin flame or whatever the thing is, whatever those things are, those bigger mission things, um, both on a personal level and a professional level, that's what fluency gets you is that energetic dexterity. So this is very, very important. All that being said, um, even before people get into the academy, you know, if you're walking around and you're an advanced light leader, advanced light worker, and you're sort of discovering that, there are five hidden signs that you are about to have a breakthrough. And if you kind of at least have some awareness about this, then you won't abandon ship on yourself. You won't abandon yourself on your path because that's the worst type of abandonment, right? We're all afraid of 
some sort of rejection and abandonment. Most people have been through something like that, and you know, it's been interpersonal relationships or even work relationships where people betray you at work or things like that. When you're, you know, in those kinds of careers, and um, it's important to recognize that when you are frequency fluent and you have that two-way conversation with your higher self, and you're capable, you're able to know how to ask your higher self and also know how to how your higher self is sending you those answers and getting those contextual downloads and writing those pages out in your notebook and speaking those conversations into your recorder so that you have your own catalog of, of channels recording specifically for you from your own expanded higher self. When you have that, there's a level of empowerment that is, is, is complete customized to you. Your relationship with your higher self is like your DNA. The way that you channel personally channel, we focus a lot on your own personal channel and ability in the academy, the way that you channel those conversations with your own higher expanded self is like your DNA. I have some clients who are artists and their downloads come as they're painting they, because they're using their hands, they're using their bodies, they're being creative and that's a channel, that's an open channel and that, that open channel um, as they're painting or as they're drawing or as they're coloring, they're getting those downloads and they keep a notebook right next to their easel and they jot down their messages. Clients, we have a client who gets messages in the shower because water is an amplifier of energetic um, messages and she knows, you know, and it's not just, ooh, I got some words in the shower. That's not what I'm talking about. This is way beyond that. Um, but it's to know, okay, not only do I get the download, because a lot of people don't know how to do that, but how do I initiate that conversation with my higher self? How does my higher self initiate that conversation to me? How do I know that my higher self, my expanded health self, was trying to get my attention? And how do I know how to tune in and hear that conversation? So if you think of like, if you ever watch like CNN and you see the ticker tape going on, to, on the bottom of the screen, the lower third of the screen, and you see the... Um, you know, uh, all the different stock symbols coming up, and it's just moving. You know, that's kind of how energetic information is always available to us 24-7. And then you plug in with your care attention and your fluency, your language abilities, your energetic language abilities, you plug in, and you can be right riding that ticker tape. If you don't know how to plug in, then it's it's still going on 24-7. You're just not plugged in. So when you are having these um, tough times, uh, or confusing times or frustrating times or you feel kind of like you've painted yourself into a corner or all of your skills aren't working out of nowhere or you're not getting any guidance at all. Often those are signs that you are about to have a major breakthrough. So I want to take you through a few of these and um, and talk you through some of this so you can just have a heightened um, level of awareness of what you might be um, going through. Okay, as an advanced light worker. And, and like I promised, I'm going to just, just give the distinction. So an advanced light worker, a, a light worker is someone who knows that they're, they're curious about the spiritual path. They um, kind of are led to being part of spiritual, you know, teachings and organization, curious about, you know, getting a Reiki certification or like learning how to read Oracle cards or, you know, it, it's not necessarily felt like a mission, but it's a curiosity. And because it's kind of a, a preoccupation and kind of a, a curiosity and they recognize that, you know, the formal kind of religious things don't work for them, they kind of step onto a spiritual path, that's what we consider to be a, a light worker. Now, an advanced light worker is someone who makes a bigger commitment to that, who, who, who starts to incorporate those practices not just as a hobby or as a curiosity, you know, um, way, way back in the 80s when I was first getting started in all of this, you know, my mom would take me to a crystal store and I was curious about it. You know, I'd read a book, Shakti Gawain and different, you know, creative visualization. I was curious. Um, my mom was studying with Shirley MacLaine at the time when she had come out with out on a limb and she was taking me to channeling sessions in the basements, people's basements. All the other kids were at the mall. I was like, you know, <laughs> in somebody's basement listening to her channel about the great beyond. And, um, you know, so that, but there was a kind of this hunger my mom had. She had a hunger for her own personal use. Just she was deeply curious. Um, whatever she was into, it could be golf, butterflies, decoupage, photography. Once she was in it, she was all in. So she, when she was into spirituality, she was all in. But she wasn't 
mission based on it. It was just really to sort of make sense of her life, her marriage, her kids, her, you know, her existence personally, but it wasn't mission centric. So she's a light worker to some extent, but she wasn't what I would consider to be an advanced light worker. Well, she got advanced because she was applying it. She, you know, did the Edgar Casey stuff and all of that, but I said, I guess she was probably more intermediate. Advance is when you start to take on a little bit more of a presence in the work. So you're applying it to your world and you're trying to master it in some way, right? That's, that's to me what an advanced, you know, light worker is. Somebody who's really sort of stepping in and applying it to their life and then being a, somewhat of a continuous learner. You have your own interpersonal missions. You want to manifest this type of lifestyle. You want to manifest this type of relationship. You want to manifest this type of job, and you do that. You know, you kind of you have a practice, a personal practice. So that's an advanced light worker because you're applying it. You're not just reading about it. You're not just hoping for it. You're applying it. An advanced light leader is someone who goes to the next level where they know that they have this this pull, this calling, this mission that is going to go beyond their own personal um, mastery and their own personal things and, and creature comforts, but out into the world and make a difference in the world at large, where they're going to be impacting, you know, a subsegment of, of humanity or maybe, a, you know, all of humanity. Um, and so, but they're doing it with a, an active consciousness and then, and they're doing it knowing that the frequency aspect of them has to align also with the physical aspect of them, that they know that, that trying to just do it all from brawn and physicality and intellect will not work. Okay, so that's in it to me. That's what an advanced light leader is. Now you may not be an advanced light leader yet, but you might have this rumbling inside of you where you say, "There's something bigger. I have a business, but it's just something, something missing." Or I'm in a great career, but something's missing. Or I'm not working at all, and something's missing. I need to. There's something bigger. There's something bigger. I I feel like there's a. I have a book in me, or I have a. I've, you don't even, you know, you don't have to necessarily have a book or modality, but there's just something, there's something brewing inside of you. There's something brewing inside of you. And so um, the first thing that's really important is to get yourself filled up because a lot of people try to do it backwards. And that's because religion tries to celebrate the martyr, the person who sacrifices and slays and, and is barely able to take their own breath, but they're still giving all their stuff away to other people. That, that's martyrship. That's not what we're doing here. That's, you know, a kind of an old construct from religious um, uh, texts to make people dependent on, you know, people in the church and give up their last dime and all that stuff. We're not looking for martyrs here. That's not what this is about. In fact, it's the complete opposite. What we're looking for here and what I'm addressing here and, and the people that I'm speaking to um, here are the, the first priority is to get you filled up, to give you, first of all, recognition of the senses that are supposed to carry 80% of how you live your world. And then not only recognition, but mastery of it for your personal life, get the house, get the cars, get the, the creature comforts, make yourself comfortable, make yourself at home here on the earth, uh, on your earth walk, make yourself at home. You know, I have gone to, when I first published my book, I'll never forget this. Uh, my publicist, my publisher got me, to be a speaker at a huge expo, one of the big, like, whole life expos or whatever in L.A. And there were just hundreds and just thousands and thousands of people. And we're in this big convention center in L.A. And I remember walking in there, and it was just the worst feeling because it was just a zillion frequencies in there. I mean, people had, like, tuning bowls and tuning forks and incense and crystals and doing every modality, like, and, the, you know, all the galactic people and all the fairy people and the angel people and the psychics and the channels and the mediums and all blah, blah, blah. And you get in there and all of us as practitioners, we all talk about it like, oh, my God, this is just the worst thing ever because it's just you get in there and it's such a, a, a mosh of energy and everybody's extra sensitive. And what you see a lot of is very, un, um, the word grounded, but, you know, sort of just not rooted in any kind of 3D-ness, they, they kind of like sort of bastardized the walk of earth 
and they, you know, the only thing that should matter is, you know, they, them, themselves and the ethers and the astral, and they're having sex on the astral, and they're meeting each other in the midnight astral and all this. And uh, that's, that's okay. You know, I mean, it's, it's, that's, that's cool if it's your thing. However, when you're on the missionary, on the mission track of, you know, I have a bigger mission. I, I want to be, I am a light leader. I, I, you know, I have things to, to impart on the world in in a bigger, broader way. You want to make sure that your anchor, that your physical experience, you're, you're at home, you're feeling good, you know, that your health is good and it's manageable, that your emotions, you know how to manage your emotions, that your creature comforts are in place, that you have, you know, uh, reliable, you know, transportation, that you have a nice home that you're, you know, and it doesn't have to be the Taj Mahal or mansion or anything like that, just whatever's nice for you. It could be a studio, it could be a tiny house, it could be a 50,000 square foot mansion, whatever it is, whatever makes you feel at home, cozy, have your own sanctuary, your place to recharge, your place to plug in, your place to replenish, your place to be creative, your place to be contemplative, your place to reset, recharge, and relate, right? That's where you want to start. And in the academy, that's where we start, people, is how do we get your bucket list? What's your personal bucket list? You're allowed to have that. A lot of light leaders feel that they can't. And they're not allowed to have it. They should be giving to other people. And that's what was rewarded. I should be suffering. I should be giving to other people. Uh, you know, I should be sacrificing because that's what people who, you know, do this kind of stuff do. Uh, who am I to charge for what I charge well for what I provide? I should really be doing this for free. You know, all of that stuff, all of that crap needs to go away. You should charge healthily for what you're offering. There's, there's, uh, I've worked with many, many um, spiritual leaders and, and spiritual business owners, and, and that's a big chunk of it. You can't take care of you. You can't take care of anybody else. And that's the difference between religion and the whole spirituality thing and frequency. Okay, so we want you to be healthy um, emotionally, financially, materially. We get you, you know, moving in that. Then, then you have that extra, right? You feel you can be generous. It's much easier to be generous when you're filled up yourself. So if you've been feeling like, okay, in order to be a light worker or a light leader or something, I have to kind of sacrifice everything. Or if you've been saying things like, God, just let me win the lottery. If I win the lottery, then I'll just start a charity and I'll give it all. I'll give chunks and chunks to the animals in Korea and I'll do, you know, all of that, that bargaining thing. No. That's very low frequency because it's saying I'm not worthy to receive unless I'm worthy, willing to give it all away. And it doesn't mean that you're not going to share your wealth, but it's very important to have that coming from the right engine so that you know that, okay, here's my principle. Here's my, here's my, my launch pad. Here's my feeding trough. And now I'm all filled up. I'm full. I have, I have the clarity and the, you know, I'm no longer in the weary light worker syndrome. I'm feeling empowered. I'm feeling powerful. I'm feeling inspired. I'm feeling like I have things that I'm aspiring to, and I feel like I have things that I would like to change and shift. I'm not talking about perfection. I'm talking about really um, feeling that sense of worthiness and that sense of, of, of personal power and energetic empowerment. Then you're ready to go on that bigger mission, and that's the, the work of the light leader. Okay, so that all being said, dig in um, to some of these unusual signs that you're heading towards that breakthrough. So one of the first things that I've seen um, highly sensitive light leaders and light workers, advanced light workers, um, real telltale sign of the, um, the breakthrough is about to happen is chaos. Um, I no longer get freaked out when my life starts to look extremely 3D. <laughs> like last week, I had two floods, uh, three dishwashers that were delivered and weren't installed properly that broke and had to be replaced and um, corroded pipe. And then they found mold behind the, the one of the leaking dishwashers and under the floorboard and on and on and on. Seven days of contractors and mold remediation, all kinds of crazy stuff happening in my house. And then that tripped wired into me having to cancel appointments and not be able to get things done and then people being mad about that and just all holy hell broke loose. Chaos, chaos, chaos. And when light leaders and light 
workers, advanced light workers, see that kind of thing happen in their house, they get very, very stressed out that, like, what in me is creating this? And where did I go wrong? And I thought I was beyond all of this. You know, if um, if your money all of a sudden it takes a dip or if, you know, your relationship is like going haywire or, or people are yelling and you're having all kinds of arguments with people that you normally don't even, you know, argue with. And the cashier is yelling at you and you're getting gypped on this and somebody won't accept your return and all these things, you know, all that kind of like very, very, very in the trenches 3D stuff. That chaos, that churn, watch that. Instead of getting yourself all worked up like, what in me is reflecting this in my, you know, f- frequency and what about me is causing this demise in my life? And, you know, instead of going kind of in that catastrophic direction, look at the chaos and say, okay, um, what's breaking through here? What's giving way? Because prior to a breakthrough, there's usually a sloof off. There's like a, you know, it's kind of like the, the uh, you know, cleaning out, clearing out, taking care of the weakest links. Now, here's what's interesting about that chaotic week that I was having. You'll, you'll appreciate this when I say it. I'm going to say it as fast as I can because I don't want to drag this, this story. But I just said to you, you know, I had this dishwasher issue. And the dishwasher was, you know, broke, and then they tried to fix it, and they found the pipe was corroded. And then um, so the guy had to take the dishwasher back out. They had to have a different plumber come in, fix the pipe, and they they took the they looked behind the dish the, where the dishwasher had been and they found the mold and all that. Well, while they were doing that, they had to literally rip out the whole center island. Like they ripped out all the walls. They pulled out like from behind the cabinets and all that stuff that are under the center island. And when they opened the walls up, there was they found the Chinese coins. You know the gold coins that they have um, like knotted together. Um, it's a symbol for feng shui. It's, it's for money. It's like a money um, am- amulet. They found one of those in the wall. And they also found like a, a cup from the con- contractors. I mean, this, this place is, I don't know how old, maybe these things are 15 years old, 10 years, however old. But they found this amulet built into the island. Now, I happen to live in an area because I'm in San Diego, and there's a tremendous amount of Asian community here. And they, there's a lot of feng shui, you know, people do feng shui, Chinese New Year and stuff, so it's really fun. Um, you know, you can always get a nice money tree because <laughs> we have that kind of thing in the grocery stores and stuff. And when I saw, and I've done a lot of feng shui, and so I was like, oh, my God, look, that's in the center island. Holy moly. And the guy picks it up, and he's like, oh, look, this, look at this thing. Look at this thing. I was like, oh, that's a money thing. That's like money charm. That's a, And I say, and then it hit me. The Bagua, like that wouldn't have been in the island if somebody who didn't know what they were doing hadn't put it there. So it made me realize that's the money section of the house. And think about it. If I'm saying, okay, I'm going into the 5D Academy for advanced light leaders. We're going into a totally new direction. We're expanding worldwide into a totally different tier, totally different level. What needs to be cleared? What needs to be addressed? And when I found, when they found that amulet in the center island next to the broken dishwasher, the mold, the corroded pipes, the constant clogging of the um, pipes in this in this building, because I'm in the, this big condo, and they were hydrogenic pipes. And they, this has been going on for weeks and weeks, this terrible plumbing, and they're coming to the tail end of fixing it. So now it's all fixed. But remember, plumbing, flooding, Anything that has to do with the water in your house has to do with the money in your house, with the flow in your house. So what was happening was that chaos that was just ruining everything was actually an up-leveling financially. It was an up-leveling for expanding into the business, for expanding into the consciousness, for, for reaching further. For, because I said, okay, we're doing the registration for the account. We're, you know, team, this is where we're going. This is what we're, who we're looking for. You know, we're starting to ramp things up and go for that expansion. And the and the first thing that came was a huge contraction in the house. Well, when I figured that out, it's like, oh my gosh, we took I took the amulet, I did you know cleared it with the Palo Santo, did all the other things, and I had it on my altar for a little bit, and my and my higher self said, put it back. Now that it's cleaned, now that the dishwasher is working beautifully, everything's repainted, rebuilt, da 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 da. The pipes, everything is everything is in a good place. Everything is healed put the amulet cleared back 
So I did. And so that's moved things out. And I've had the last several days been very quiet, you know, like, okay, we calibrate. So that's how chaos, you look at the chaos from a different vantage point. Um, the second thing, things breaking away, right? So I kind of told a couple of those, these, these things all in, um, in, at once. But if things are breaking away, people are breaking away, um, you know, your, your toaster all of a sudden dies, your microwave, you know, doesn't work anymore, um, you'll find that your car, you know, might take its last breath or, you know, various things sort of break away. That's another unusual sign, especially for advanced light leaders, because you're always asking for the next tier. You have to carry a lighter load. Because if you're preparing yourself to be mission-based, be mission-based in the sense of having your own, you know, thing that's going to be forward-facing into the public, or even you're looking for your own personal mission to be amplified and to be elevated so that you can get to those bigger pieces of, you know, more public mission. So this goes for whether you're working in the personal mission phase or the, or the public mission phase. Things will break away as you're breaking through. You've got to lighten your load as you're going to break through. You, and things will start to reconfigure if they're not part of that infrastructure that's going to really support you so that you can be light and nimble and, and perceptive and sensitive and, and, and uh, free and powerful to take action on what you're perceiving. You know, because it's one thing to perceive all this stuff and write all these you know, pages and pages of channeling. But if you're not taking action on what they're saying to do, it's, it's useless, right? It's not just for your consumption only, right? You're being prepared for something. So there's things will break away. The third thing is feeling like a need that, to nest more. You know, kind of all of a sudden opening your eyes. Now, this happened for a lot of people when they're home in COVID. They're like, holy moly, I've been living with this. Chill. Look at all these piles of things. Like what? Look at, oh my goodness, look at those corners, look at this, you know. So this feeling of needing to nest, of needing to redecorate, to rearrange furniture, to, you know, the, oh, you know, all of a sudden organize the refrigerator, organize the cabinets, or all of a sudden you're paying more attention to, you know, the way something is painted or you notice, you know, you want to watch a little more HGTV or go on Pinterest. You just feel like this nesting thing. It could even be like nesting could be, um, involving your office, it could be involving your file systems, it could be involving your car, it could be involving your wardrobe, it could be involving, you know, how you're eating your diet, um, you know, how you're cooking, you're, you're cooking, you said, just whatever those things are that are kind of your core infrastructure, when they start to feel like they need a, like a, an overhaul, that's another sign that you're ready to make a breakthrough. Because what they are do, before you give you that big breakthrough that you've been wanting, what the what the um, your higher self and, and the energies that be the powers that be will do is they will prepare you so that you know because as you give more as you get more even if it's just more money or more material things like you're going to get that new big fabulous house you have to be shored up because there's going to be a whole lot of things go along with the excitement of getting a new house but then there's like the the recalibration of the energy of the new house is, you know, rearranging things is all sorts of things. And you need to have that sort of home base for yourself, not just on a physical level, but an energetic level. So feeling like that need to nest more, you might all of a sudden want to start drinking more tea or giving yourself more little pockets of nurturing. You know, you, you go for a walk when you never go for a walk, um, that type of thing. So it's really shoring up your recharge station, big sign that a breakthrough is about to come. Um, the fourth one is distancing yourself from people. A lot of people I've seen in my academy and, and otherwise, you know, other clients I've worked with, what I've noticed over the years is the distancing from people is a big telltale sign that you're about to make a breakthrough. Because remember, as your frequency rises, anything that's not of similar frequency will drop away. A lot of people get that they have um, light worker leaving syndrome, I call it, where they feel like they want to slow themselves down because if they go too much further, they're going to lose their husband or their spouse or their wife or whatever, their significant other, because they're outpacing them energetically. And so there's a distancing from people or people start to distance themselves from you. All of a sudden, it's like 
the person you talk to every day, you just don't feel like it. Or you feel like this craving to go on a social media detox. I've seen a lot of that lately. Um, and you just sort of shut it down when you're just like, okay, I can't. Uh, one of my guilty pleasures is reality TV. I mean, I love the Housewives and the Kardashians and all that stuff. People think I'm nuts. It's just a guilty pleasure. It's just like an escape. It's just like a, I just, sometimes I just don't want to be the benevolent spiritual person. I just want to like sit and watch, you know, crazy stuff on TV. And um, I turn all of it off. I, I get when I go into this set of faith where I'm about to make a big leap, a big breakthrough, I all of a sudden, very naturally, I'm not, it's not conscious. I just, I watch it and I'm like, God, that's chaotic. I don't need that. I don't need, I turn it off. I, I, like, it's not entertaining. It's just, it just, it's just noise. And this last season of it has really been, you know, noise, a lot of it. So I, there's a lot of things that I would normally have been watching that I don't, I, I just turned them off because uh, I was, you know, making, I was throttling. So when you start to throttle frequency-wise, when your higher self is starting to rev your engines for change, rev your engines for revelation, rev your engines for the miracles, rev your engines for the manifestation, for the alchemy, for the actualization of the things that you desire, it will lighten your load of excess people, places, things, distractions. Okay. Um, the last one I'll mention is that your profession may not make sense anymore. You start to go to work or you start to look at your client load or you start to look what you're teaching or how you're presenting it. For those of you in business, you know, maybe you have programs you've been presenting and the numbers drop off or they didn't drop off, but you're just bored out of your mind as you're talking about it. And you're like, ah, it just doesn't make sense. It makes sense on paper. It makes sense to everybody else. I, uh, you know, I had a, um, I've had some dentists and doctors and, and psychotherapists and various things in my programs and they're tried and true practices that all their friends and family understand. Like everybody gets what a psychotherapist is. Everybody gets what a bank executive is. Everybody gets what a lawyer is and a doctor and all that. And when they decide they don't want to do that stuff anymore, you know, people like the normal muggle people in society are come pretty heartbroken, <laughs> you know, because it's like, well, I understand what that is. Like when I left my corporate job at the phone company was a, uh, in management, my mother's like, what do you do? Are you out of your mind? Everybody needs a phone. Everybody needs a dial pin. What's the matter with you? You know, I'm like, I, it's just not, ma, it's not, it's just no. <laughs> you know, and she couldn't, she couldn't get her head around it. So your profession, if your profession is not seeming to make sense anymore, that's another sign that that's dropping away and that something bigger is right around the corner. So instead of focusing, and this is the big um nugget for the day, instead of focusing on um, what you're losing and why are you not liking this job anymore, what should you do to change that? You need to start asking different questions. The question, you know, one of the questions, and there's many you can ask, and there's many ways you can ask this once you're fluent, but one of the questions you can start with is, where am I going? What you know, what are you trying to show to me? You know, start focusing on the expanded part, not the contracting part. And that's going to be a huge repositioning so that your expanded part will start to become more and more in your heightened awareness and more and more in your um, ability to interpret it instead of a lot, most people, especially if they're not fluent and they're not familiar with their 5D toolkit, their mental mind, which is your 3D side, it's going to, it, your, your mental mind without 5D fluency can never come up with its own new idea. It's a solution. Solutions are always downloaded from the higher self. They don't come from your mental mind, as smart as you might think you are. And um, whether you know it or not, it doesn't come from there. But when your mental mind starts to spin, when you start to read the same book over and over again, because you're hoping that, you know, something different will pop up on a page that didn't happen before. When you're missing information, when you're missing information, your mental mind will drag you. Say, oh, it will go back to the past. Okay, I saw this before. Oh, that must mean this and this must mean that. Or it will start to have anxiety about the future. Again, it's searching. What it's really searching for is new information. It can't come up with that by itself. So when you're fluent in the language of your higher self, like, you know, 
what I have my clients do, what I do is we channel the answer. We channel the narration of what's happening. You may not get the exact finite answer, but you get the next answer. And then you act on that, and then the next answer is downloaded to you. And you act on that, and then the next answer is downloaded to you. And you act on that. And when you're really advanced and you're really fluent, and you start to recognize how to upload yourself into the parallel where it's already finished, where it's already done, you start to, you know, we learn, you learn how to do that. You, know, you start to get more advanced and more nimble in your practices, and you go from sort of the longer form versions to more of the speeded up versions of this stuff, the more uh, efficient versions of this stuff. You can't do it just by intellect alone, by reading about it, hearing about it on a podcast. It's about taking action, getting your rolling up your sleeves, jumping in, making a decision, making a commitment to your own personal transformation, making a commitment to your mission, making a commitment to your heart space, to your heart center, and then learning what it takes and then applying that to the day-to-day to whatever is going on in your world in real time. One of the things that I had made a very big commitment to when I started on the, you know, the facilitator teacher path is that one, I'd never ask you to do anything I haven't done myself. Because I don't think that's fair. And I've seen a lot of practitioners that've been on my shows, whatever. I saw a lot of that. So a lot of people like using their clients as guinea pigs because they weren't doing the work themselves. That that I don't believe in. But it's super important to master piece by piece and apply what you're learning with the narration, the help of a mentor, and the help of your higher self. If you have somebody who's helping you to sort of know what the ropes are and give you that operating manual, and then you, you've gotten fluent in the language of your higher self, so your higher self is that narrator for your life as well. When you come up with a manifesting process and, you know, you have the vision boards and everybody's doing the affirmations and it's really more of a wish and a hope as opposed to deliberate alchemical process. Well, without the fluency of your higher self, you're not getting the how-tos. You're not hearing what's the inspired next step. You're hearing, oh, okay, wait, well, what do I need to do? Do I need to get a second job? Do I need to get this? What's going to happen? When's it going to happen? And then you want to go to a psychic and this and that to get a prediction. Well, the predictions you don't need when you're fluent, you know, sometimes it's nice to get something, you know, as a ground person, you might talk to a friend who's a psychic and say, hey, am I on the right track with this? This feels like, and they say, yeah, you know, I'm kind of getting that too. You know, I'm seeing kind of more a little bit of this or that. That's a different thing than handing your life over to a psychic and having a reading every day or 10 times a day or whatever and flipping through cards constantly trying to figure out what's going to happen to me. There's nothing more disempowering than that. There's nothing more disempowering than that. So we want to get you out of that space. So if you, um, so those are the five unusual signs that you're on the way to a breakthrough. And if you're experiencing any of that, hang tight, really stop, take a look, take a listen, listen to this podcast again. Um, cause I know I went kind of fast cause I always do I'm a little New York, uh, <laughs> speediness and, uh, being a New Yorker. But if you are feeling like you're an advanced light leader and you're ready you're ready for that bigger transformational approach. You're ready to master this stuff. You're ready to get the stuff on your own bucket list, finish that out, and set up your mission, your personal mission, your professional mission, and really get into a community of others who really value that. Then I'd love for you to apply to the, to the academy, and you can do that by um, going to www.theahaway.com forward slash 5D apply and that's in the notes in the the show notes so you can see that um, link there and um, we'll get in touch with you if the application is accepted I don't accept all of them because there's plenty of people who are not ready for this you know but the ones who are um, we'll get in touch with you about you know interviewing with me um, and other things to to move down that process Um, we are having a wonderful retreat coming up and it's going to be on, um, and it was already downloaded to me. I have three retreats that have been downloaded to me. So we're in the academy. We do virtual retreats, uh, four-hour virtual retreats, amongst a lot of other things, you know, group coaching and, you know, all kind of community building and blah, blah, blah. But this retreat is that's coming up is on worthiness. And worthiness is a really hard thing for most people to articulate, but there's been an entire um, – process that's been downloaded to me that is really 
a game changer. And it's really specifically for the advanced flight leader, advanced flight worker, who's ready to get those those kind of I call it the carbon unworthiness is the carbon monoxide of manifesting success. It's the carbon monoxide is the, the quiet poison. And you know the way it was downloaded to me has, is absolutely brilliant, 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 brilliant. So the gals who are already in the academy are, are preparing for this. Um, but if you're interested and you want to apply to the academy, it would be something that if you you know you registered soon. Uh, you'd be able to participate in. We're also going to be doing a um, a, uh, a one on channeling the deeper messages of your higher self and another one on money and abundance, the 5D money, money and abundance. So those are some of the retreats that are coming up. Um, and, and those are only, they're not standalone. It's not something you can just do with the retreat and not be in the academy. We want everybody on the same page. Um, and then the other thing that's coming up as well that I'm starting to book for um, 2022, I'm already sold out for 2021, is the VIP uh, personal retreat days with me here in La Jolla. So it's one or two days. You fly in to here with me in La Jolla. It's just you and me. And we customize a one to two day experience for you where we sit down on whatever project you want to apply um, the work to the 5D work to whether it's you're you know you're working on a book or a new business or a project or a personal project you know you want to find the soulmate or lose weight whatever those things are we sit and we talk have a, a like a channeled energetic strategy session and then we spend the afternoon on the cliffs here in La Jolla these beautiful beautiful cliffs um, when I moved here I I actually uh, walked all the beaches for about two years and I found all the energy energetic vortexes there's one in particular that uh, we have negative, uh, like a counterclockwise spinning energy where it's a releasing vortex, and it's amazing. I've had several clients come, um, and we also do this for our summit by the sea, and they do a big releasing exercise in this negative spinning vortex, this counterclockwise vortex, and they really, it's a massive um, clearing and release. And then we go to the other side of the cliffs to the manifesting vortex where the energy is spinning in, a total, in the clockwise direction, and they send the frequency out for their manifestations. Amazing things have happened um, for folks who've come to these vortexes. So we do that in the afternoon of the first day. And then we customize the second day. Um, we do more work on the cliffs. There's other things. You know, we've done labyrinth walking. We've done meditation gardens. We've done um, – I have my own healers who I use who will come and do customized sessions for you based on what's been prescribed. It's a really, really amazing – very customized, I call it bespoke experience. And um, if that's something of interest to you, then send me an email at support at the aha, no, support at ahamomentsinc.com, and we can uh, talk to you further about that and the details and, um, and whatnot, because that's certainly uh, it's one of my most favorite things to do. People in the academy have first dibs at those because I only do one of those a month because it's a very customized thing, and I'm booking out all of the uh, months in the in the new year. So if that's something that resonates with you and you'd like to come meet with me and kind of just have that big sort of quantum leap experience, that's the thing. That's the thing um, that I would highly suggest you considering. You know, it's not. Uh, it's not a discounted, you know, cheap experience. Obviously, it's the most customized thing that I do, but it is absolutely a game changer. We've had people go home and have huge, huge um, transformations, you know, getting investors for their businesses, it's coming into, you know, chunks of income that they hadn't expected, relationships taking a totally different turn, um, ideas downloading, all kinds of things. It's been an amazing um, service. And I would like to, in 2022, I made a commitment to do more of them because I really enjoy them. So those are some of the things coming up. Um, if you are an advanced light worker, light leader, I highly um, recommend that you get in touch with us. And um, I look forward to working with you. And uh, I would suggest listening to this again, because you never know, you might listen and hear just a little another nuance that's going to help you a little bit further along your way. Okay, so this has been fun. We'll do another one of these next week. I'm really enjoying the feedback that I've been getting about the advanced uh, work. And be sure to send us um, an email if you have questions, if you want to uh, have me address a particular topic or 
you know, something's coming up for you that you think is, you know, something that you can't quite figure out on your own, by all means, send us an email at support at ahamomentsinc.com, and I'll be happy to address it on another show coming up. All right? Okay. So let's end with my motto, which is you truly can have exactly what you want. You absolutely deserve it too. And in this 5D energy, anything is possible. Take care, everybody. Have a great rest of your day. Bye.